Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Mosby. Would you like to join us? Come on, you sweetie. Come here, you handsome man. You festive, oh my God. festive yeah, man. But right there. You gentleman. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Okay. What's, What's up, up, everyone? Hello. It's like so weird. Like, what do I do with my fucking hands? You just, well... Leave them attached if you would. No, I'm taking them off. <laughs> I'm done with them. You guys like our shirts? Uh, we got Angus McBangus merch. Angus McBangus. <laughs> thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, we love it. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't drinking wine, I would be. He and she is. <laughs> Birdie keeps terrorizing us. Um, if I wasn't drinking wine, I would be drinking out of the beer glass as well because I just I fucking love that so much. I. Should have put my coffee in my Angus McBangus oh, cup. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but that's all right. Alas, but then we would look like <laughs> I know we got pins and stuff too. And I was like, oh, I fuck, will. I was gonna wear a pin. Me too. I forgot mine. Dang, I know. Angus for president. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> look at him. He's it's a pretty bird. Adorable. It's a pretty, 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 pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> what was? Um, I think Noah was saying something, but for Lucy the cat, he was like, she's Lucy. She's goofy. <laughs> She dominates the school. <laughs> I was like, that's going to be, don't he say anymore. He just breaks out into bring it on. <laughs> he's getting very funny. Is that so. what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Did I tell you he's writing a horror story? Yes. I've read some yes. of it to you. It's very funny. So I told him, I was like, this is funny. And he's like, I kind of meant it to be, but like, and I, it reads like it's <laughs> meant to be funny, sort of. Yeah. Like there are parts in it that he said something about, um, 
a type of weapon. It's called spider spider virus. Uh-huh. So there's a weapon that they're using. And he says something about it. And he goes, in parentheses, and goes, I don't know what it's actually called. Google it. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. But he goes, you know what we could do, Mom? A fun thing together is we could like work on the book together because you like to do that stuff. And yeah. I was like, I would love to help you. Uh-huh. And he goes, you know me because I'm funny. But you're you're what's the, you're creative, and he goes, no wait, that's me too. <laughs> I was like, okay, and he goes, but you you have good ideas sometimes. <laughs> He's like, you've got money like, to buy me the supplies I need. I was like, we can both be creative. Like, mm-hmm. it's one or the other, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, Ollie is cracking me the fuck up. Well, that's my my one of my favorite ages. It's like four or five. So, first of all. His favorite thing to do is to, I think I said this to you, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but when we sit down at dinner together, we all talk about our days and stuff. So like his first thing now is to just say, so how's your day going? (laughs) But he'll do it at breakfast. And so he'll say like, how's your day when you were sleeping? (laughs) Fine, I guess. It was great. (laughs) And then... Like I was getting ready down here and he came down and he was like, so how's, how's, how's it going today with you brushing your hair? And I'm like, it's going great. <laughs> I love I'm having it's a lovely like time. They know how to be people, but also they're like <laughs> limited phrases. <Yes. laughs> so it's so cute. Yeah. I loved that. Cause I think like three and four was when I started taking Noah on like restaurant dates alone. Yes, yes. And like, we could just actually have a conversation. I'm like, I can talk to you yeah. and you are talking back and it's cute. And like, we're having, it's crazy because you take, it's so many years that you're just like taking care of a human. And then when you can like realize you can have a conversation, mm. I'm a big communicator, obviously. Yeah. So like, this part of parenting is hard for me. Oh, yeah. When it's yes. hard. Babies is like kind of, I mean, they're so snuggly. But then when they get big enough that they don't want to always snuggle or they're like, they know you what a they lot, want, but they don't know how to tell you. I told Corey. Sorry, I'm going to make this a downer for a, just a small amount. But I've been kind of going through it recently. Mm-hmm. And like, I definitely was having an episode of some sorts. And so I'm having a lot of, I'm coming down on coaster. Of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and today I told him, I was like, I don't know how to explain this to you in a way that like a normal human would understand without going through it. But like, because it sounds silly when I say it, but I am triggered. I never was with Noah, but with Sawyer, the age that she's at, she is very much like she can only communicate using her loud sounds and her body. Mm-hmm. And so she she throws her body a lot. Mm-hmm. So she's hitting She's kicking sometimes. Yep. She's she's arching back in tantrums and and like being very not spatially aware of anybody <laughs> else because she can't be. She's one. Right. So like I told him it's hard for me because I understand I'm lashing out in anger because I have anxiety constantly because I am again in fight or flight. And I know now that I don't have to be afraid of my one year old. She's not abusing me. Right. But at the same time, like my body yes can amygdala figure mm-hmm. that out and so i feel like i'm when she's like that which is a lot recently because she's going through uh sickness after sickness after something wrong with her, you know what i mean like it's that fucking time of the year oh, parents yep. around the globe are getting it right now yeah, we're going through it um and so it's just been a little di- it's like typical well, imagine okay you're trying to fold laundry mm-hmm. and sawyer keeps like trying to crawl towards something that is dangerous Mm -hmm. and so you have to stop doing laundry to go 
stop her from doing something and then you try to get back to folding the laundry but then like the the constant switching yeah is exhausting and yes. overstimulating you're doing that but inside your body yes it's like i i'm not triggered everything's fine she's just a baby I'm being kicked and I want to explode. I I need to leave. Like, I want to be like, I want to set you down and run away from here. (laughs) I can't do that because I'm your caretaker. That is difficult. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I didn't have that. I didn't have the abusive experience that I've had post Noah. So, like, Mm -hmm. with Noah, I never experienced that. So, with her, I didn't know that that was how my body was going to react. And I'm like, like, I... The word triggered, I truly feel like I am triggered by every, like, outburst that she has. And uh-huh. she's having a lot of them. Yeah. So it's just tough because I'm like, I want to love you. I want to take care of you. But you are giving me a reaction I... that I hate having. And it's, like, exhausting me because I, I have to fight that internal reaction. I wonder reaction. if EMDR would be helpful God, for I, you through I, that. Well, because good news. I got my uh, thing scheduled to get Invisalign. I'm getting a January Yay! 12th. That has nothing to do with your mental health. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, I've been doing I a lot of... I thought you were going to tell me you found a therapist. <laughs> no. Well, it was kind of along that line. Okay. I keep thinking like... I don't want to make an appointment. I'm scared. I don't want to go to a new person and Imagine have to be. you get your Invisalign and you're learning how to talk with it in and that's your first appointment. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm like, listen, you've made all these appointments for yourself. Yes. Your mind deserves what your teeth are getting. <laughs> God damn it. Treat your mind yeah. to what your teeth are getting. Yeah. So, yeah. What I was trying to, the connection I was trying to make is that I need to work on my inner self as much as I'm focusing on my outer self. And yes. I thought that working on my outer self would help heal my inner self but my baby keeps kicking the fuck out of me <laughs> so it's difficult so it turns out so i need to work on that um well the other thing i was gonna ask you because i know that um antidepressants have not mm. been a good road for you no, they, they they pushed me the other side but I wonder if, because I know we've also talked about potentially getting on some kind of ADHD medication, mm-hmm. but also I wonder if a mood stabilizer. Yeah, or like anti-anxiety, because I feel yeah. what I know is anxiety when she's, like, I feel a heightened state of anxiety yeah. constantly when when she's in that mood. And uh-huh. I also feel like I felt with my abuser where I was tiptoeing around, like, how's it going to feel? <laughs> But with my baby, yeah. I hope there's at least one person out there that like is like, oh my god, someone's finally saying what? Because yeah. I seem crazy when I'm saying this. And when I was no. trying to explain it to Corey, he was like, she's a baby. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I, like, I know that logically, my brain knows that, but my body is having a reaction as if it's in it's in yes. fucking. That's why a trigger is called a trigger, <laughs> right? <laughs> because. A car backfiring isn't a gunshot. And logically, you can see it happen. But if you have fear and like your internal yeah. PTSD. Yes, it's going to react that way. Yep. So anyways, um, yeah, I would love to. I, your I, baby's a car. I, That's where we're at. Drive her out of here. <laughs> no, I am going to probably uh, make an appointment. To, not tomorrow, Saturday. Fuck me. Okay, Monday. I got to write that down because I am going to forget <laughs> Well, this comes out on Tuesday. Okay, so you I'll can do it Wednesday. Myself. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. I'll remind Future myself. Sierra, make an make appointment that tomorrow. appointment. Or I'm today. Try to call a therapist and a doctor. I think both. Okay. Would be helpful. Yeah. Definitely. Some. I know I'm, I'm going to need anti-anxiety eventually because we're going to do 
things that are going to make me anxious. Oh, too. yeah. <laughs> so, like, why did I just, my, I got a fanny flutter when you said oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, just, I just got turned on thinking about the exciting things we're doing. Yeah. They are exciting. Wow. They turned I didn't know to... how excited I was. Ladies in pleasure. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's my not what My body was like, woohoo. <laughs> no, it's because it's exciting. And I think that's the normal response to getting exciting. Excited is, is getting horny. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think. <laughs> is it not? Sorry. Quite literally. I got a really fucked was, up sense of self. What I was going to say was, well, I'm not wet about it. I just, I just well, got tingles. There. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Get wet or get gone. That's, <laughs> that's what, and that's what I always say. Don't you do that on today? <laughs> not especially not after that sentence. <laughs> Oh, guys, so, Mosby's wearing a um, Christmas sweater. He's had it on for three days. I've tried to take it off of him because it is stretching out, gosh, but he really nails. fucking likes it. He loves it. Look at his face. He's I know. So, happy with I, so Shane and I have decided we have to get him more clothes because he, he I really took it off of it. him one time and he just sat there and stared at me and I was like, do you want it back on? And he walked his head directly back through the head hole again. <laughs> I, I almost said, oh, my God, it matches my nails. Do you want to see him? And then I realized you were at my nail appointment. Yes. So. Yes. My I've... nail lady, Shayna, who I'm friends with, uh-huh. she got a free fucking show because <laughs> we had, it was a very fun. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you so. You came and hung out. And I was like, this could be an episode. We, we were having... a lot about the embalming process. We definitely were talking about some dead body stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but well, in, I... <laughs> in ways that we do. I came home. And I said to Shayna, I was like, I learned about embalming and taxidermy today. And he goes, well, that's fucking weird. (laughs) It's pretty on par with us, actually. It was, I thought that was such a funny response. (laughs) It was so quickly like, what the fuck? That's, that's how Corey responds when I say anything. (laughs) I I didn't know any of that stuff. You know, the whole point of the podcast, the amount of times we've said the whole point of the podcast. And it's always different, but that's what we love about it. (laughs) But that's the point, is that it's never the same. But whenever we were talking about it in the beginning, we just wanted to talk about stuff that we found interesting. Like, what the fuck's that about? Yeah. What's what's that? What's the that on that? Yeah. Yeah. And... So yesterday it was embalming. What's embalming, and is it related to taxidermy? And what's the could difference? I be taxidermed? <laughs> she wanted to be stuffed. I want to be a taxiderm pachyderm and fist bumping everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I promised to make that happen. So right you here heard it now. here. You heard I'll it. I'll let here. all the fans go through <laughs> a meet and greet <gasps> with your dead body. <laughs> with <me>. the last <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> It is. I'm going to be charging. A meet and goodbye. <laughs> a meet and grieve. Oh. Wow. Stop. You have to, we have to say something else because one of us is going to die now. What? I, I don't know. We're our power <laughs> scissors. scissors. <laughs> Who wants to go? Our power scissors. Don't tell me. I'm in my downswing. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to. No. Some days I don't want to all the time. I'm having a bad week. I got yelled at by some by a tarot TikToker today. Me too. Did they call you out? Oh, you sent me the one. Yes. I got another one. You got another one calling you out? Yeah, I might have saved it on ours. Me I was Jerry for had the this... longest time I being like my ego was being strictly stroked by these tarot TikTok right. people. And then today she was like, hey. 
you need to shit or get off the pot essentially and you need to stop like being controlled by your comfort fears and just you know the life that you want stop being wishy-washy and tell the universe what you want and just take it mine kind of said that except she was like you've been ghosting people and i was like yikes (laughs) zoinks You want those people in your life, you know you do. You need to get them back because you're hurting them by ghosting them. Probably just on my friends. (laughs) Oh, I was like, who are you ghosting? Who do you want in your life? Because mine was like, cut them off. Kristen, I miss you. (laughs) That's how I know because I know there's some I do. Kristen, if you're listening, she is. We gotta hang out. This feels like a point in the movie where you're just gonna get off the couch and run to her. She's here. She's at the door. Kristen, everybody. Oh my God. I miss you. She climbs out of the plant. (laughs) We've just had a lot of mismatching schedules for the last two years. (laughs) We live like eight minutes apart. That's fair. What are you gonna do? I don't like to leave my house. She doesn't like to leave hers. Well, you guys hang out every time she listens. I know. I love you. <laughs> this is for Kristen. Also, Mario Kart Erica, I miss you. Yes, let's just but, do some shout But Mario Kart Erica uh, messaged me and wanted to make it known that she did not marry the guy that she was at the movie with when I spilled my Sprite. Good. <laughs> she, Important. In fact, doesn't remember who that person was. Oh, my but God. But she does remember the Sprite. But she does remember her husband. <laughs> yes. So she knows the story of the sprite, um, but the guy it remains anonymous to mm. all of us in our minds. But found on Tinder, or just was it? A she d- was on OK Cupid. Love it. Oh my god. Yeah, that is so stupid, Cupid. Yeah. Can I tell you something? No, I'm a little jealous. I don't wanna... Well, I'm gonna tell you. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I never got to do dating apps. I go back and forth with that. Sometimes yeah. I want to get a Tinder just to swipe. Me too. I don't want I don't want to talk to anybody. No, and I would but I do. I want to fuck with the guys <laughs> and I want the girls to be my best friends. I would definitely be on bisexual TikTok, girls and guys both. You're on Tinder. What am I doing? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Sorry, I'm already on bisexual TikTok. Well, I wonder if there's something like that for like clothes or dogs. Like I want to I just like swiping. No, yeah, definitely. I get that. But I, I like you like judging on just appearance. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. That and names. Yeah. Okay. If I <laughs> you want to get on Tinder, I want to get back on Pet Finder. <laughs> I love Pet Finder. The amount of dogs named Dave. <laughs> the amount of dogs named like fucking pickle. That's or my favorite. Mug. You can find a lot of those on like the Humane Society. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Come on. Who did that? And now I gotta adopt it. That's <laughs> yeah. rude. And his sibling, Lotion. (laughs) There's always a theme. There is always a theme. I fucking hate when people do that. Dude. Because you know they give the best names, like, to the cutest one. You're like, this is Pecan, and this is Cashew, and this is Peanut. This is Walnut. (laughs) That's fucking Acorn. Oh, you're like okay. I guess, and I always end this up adopting walnut. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a bean. That's not even. <laughs> it was just, a horse. <laughs> we're just doing legumes. <laughs> you guys remember legumes? You know those that CC legumes. <laughs> Do you know that seeds and nuts are fats and not proteins? Who the fuck taught us that? 
Who the fuck taught me peanut butter was a protein? That's a fat. Is it? Yeah. My personal trainer had to tell me. I was shocked. I was like, is there protein in peanut butter? Yes, but it is a fat. Because she's like, you know, we're trying to balance diet every time. So she's like, Mm -hmm. let's go through there a list of proteins, vegetables, fats, carbs, and like looking for things that we can put in every meal. And I was like, I don't know about fats. She's like, okay, like almonds. And I was like, what? That was a motherfucking protein. Yeah, me too. No, it's a fat. I never knew. Me neither. And I love to contact. Oh, I never did I buy almond. <laughs> I love a fucking almond. Anyways, sorry. That was just something I oh, didn't I know. Oh, I love a roasted pecan. Hey. One of those cinnamon sugar guys. Come out. Anyways, that's something. That's what Ladies and Tangents is about. We're going to tell you things that you fucking thought you knew, but you didn't know. Or nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Or stuff that's not true <laughs> or irrelevant. <laughs> Ladies and pleasure. Um, can I tell you <laughs> that the Polar Express is very scary? Are you going? No, I t- I'm talking about the movie. Oh, oh, I I, I want that one fucking kid. <laughs> hey, oh my god, you guys! <laughs> he fucking freaks me out. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, her ticket's falling. You gotta go pull the brake. I, and everyone's dancing. Ah, there's a fucking it's, a homeless man on the top of the train for some reason. It's incredibly triggering. I hate it. Um, it's. I don't think I meant triggering. I meant it's it's incredibly just like intense. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Stimulating. Stimulating. Yes. Um, but I said to the kids i'm like you know what i want to watch the polar express and i was like the polar express that's my favorite movie i've never seen before (laughs) god i love his enthusiasm (laughs) i know he's like oh that's my favorite movie that i've never seen i'm like mine mine too except i have watch it but yeah we watched it and it was so fucking scary no it's the worst yeah it's like a lot of Faces right up to camera. A lot of jump stuff. A lot of roller coaster like simulating. Why is that train going on there? I know. Speaking of roller coasters, we're on a fucking this planet. Yes. (laughs) But also this episode, I'm sorry. I'm going through an an episode of my own. And so it's going to (laughs) be an episode within an episode. Inception. (laughs) The metaverse. So I'm sorry. This is going to be fucking crazy. But. Somebody out there in the world, if we ever do a dream episode again, and I hope we do, because we had someone who was like a dream expert-ish who wanted to be on. We need to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've that was been like having a year ago. So what? <laughs> yeah. I have been having dreams of roller coasters crashing. I'm never on them, but I'm watching them. And they always malfunction and it's like final destination where they fly off. A lot of times there's kids involved, which is really sad, but it's never mine. It's just, and then I'm always like a first responder. Like I run over, like I'm going to fucking help these people that got shot off this roller coaster. What the fuck does that mean? Do you want me to look it up? Could you? Yeah. And then we'll just come back in a second. All right. Commercial break. Do, 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 do. I am obsessed with 
clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With the holiday season coming up, you got some gift giving, lots of great food. And if you are me, you're eating lots of that food and uh, it doesn't always agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Or your skin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, chocolate. (laughs) 100%. But this year, apostrophe can make you feel confident in your own skin. Whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, acne scarring, apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. And it is important for us to say that having wrinkles, having acne scarring, having breakouts. Those are all very normal human experiences, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they can be painful. Sometimes they can be frustrating. And also not everyone has to love everything about their appearance. And so being able to utilize a product like this that is customized just for you by professionals is a great resource to have. Yes. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to any oral or topical medications to help you deal with any of your skin concerns. Yeah, and and like you were saying, um, when it comes to acne, not only did it make me feel insecure, but it hurt. It didn't feel good uh, on my skin, and it was making my entire head hurt. <laughs> so when I was able to get medication, not just to put on it, but that I could ingest because a lot of it comes from inside. Yes. It was so helpful. Chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, it was so helpful and it made me feel good again. Yes. So after filling out an online consultation, snapping a few selfies, um, a board certified dermatologist will create your first customized treatment plan. And it is amazing that they are so 
focused on your skin needs specifically. Even sometimes I'm like, I don't know what do I need? And those pictures, they're like, oh, we'll tell you. We'll yeah, it can you. be incredibly overwhelming. And the consultation, the online consultation that you'll do, you fill out so, so much information about yourself that you can feel confident that what is being suggested to you is being done so with your best interest at heart. Yes. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash tangents and use our code tangents. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash tangents and click begin visit. Then use our code tangents at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Oh my god, those are so fucking cute. Roller coaster dream. <clears throat> it's gotta be crashing. Ooh, and I can't be on it because a lot of times I was looking it up and it's like, you're not in control of your life. And I'm like, but I'm not the one on it. And I always know it's gonna happen. I'm like, I don't feel good about this roller coaster, which is normal. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Some people believe that the dream of their roller coaster is related to your current condition. Emotions and conflicts make it hard to live in uncomfortable, that's not the word, in comfortable circumstances. People who lose their jobs tend to dream of riding a roller coaster. Roller coasters also symbolize your wish to break the daily monotonous life. <gasps> the roller coaster dream shows an uncontrollable life. The life you went through was too fast for you to feel. Ooh. Ooh. At some point, your circumstances change unexpectedly. You must learn to be responsible for your life. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that makes sense with how our life has been the past... And I'm not saying anything about you, but especially mine, just the past, like, oh, yeah, it was very much like, hey, our fucking podcast is taking off. Also, you're fucking pregnant, <laughs> like yep. immediately the same thing. And I yep. was like, wait, 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 can I do one or the other? Because that seems like a lot to take on mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. No, I mean, I get that because the same thing happened to me with um, photography, photography and yes. having. Yeah. Mm hmm. There's actually more to it. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, I'm going to skip the ones that don't. You're not riding it. Mm -mm. When you dream of seeing a roller coaster from a distance, mm. the dream symbolizes that you have many things to do in your life. <gasps> you're, when you're sitting on it, no. No. Nope. No. Do you dream of it running upside down? No. Okay. I'm always watching it, and it's always <clears throat> normal, and then it starts getting shaky, and the people on it, I'm watching freak out, and then I just see it collapse and they like fly off are you afraid to ride it yes if you're dreaming that you are so afraid to ride a roller coaster this symbolizes that you have to face a situation that will cause a lot of fear that's my whole life <laughs> <laughs> i have constant anxiety is it t facing my one-year-old <laughs> maybe just kidding just kidding you guys and I also don't want it because I only talk about the parts where I think people will resonate that people don't normally talk about she is lovely like 90% of the time. This is just a tough, for my sensitivities, this is a tough age. Ooh. Tell me. Okay. Okay. Dreaming about a roller coaster crash represents mm -hmm. your responsibility in keeping and holding a situation or relationship together. Ooh. There may be an unresolved issue from your past. 
You're indecisive in some areas of your life. This dream means your desires to be noticed. Mm. There is more to be known and more to be learned about a situation, relationship, or problem. Roller coaster crash dreams is something, some kind of unfinished business that's affecting your family. Mm. You're looking for some sort of security and stability. Mm. You need to find time for some solitude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, this denotes subconscious material that is coming to the surface. You're looking for answers to a problem. Wow. Mm-hmm. And my problem is, what are these fucking roller coasters? <laughs> no, no, but yeah, that is like dead on, <clears throat> dead on. Yes, I agree what I'm going through in my life right now. That's wild. Because it's very much like you should be having fun. This should be a good time in your life. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know me. I am someone who is like chaotic, but also it's a controlled chaos a little bit. Mm -hmm. I love a routine, but I like to fuck up the routine from time to time. Yeah. But like I like a little bit of structure. I need that. And with the child and like me being the primary caretaker, there is no fucking structure. Right. And like things are... 100% chaotic and then I want to be here as much as I can and it's like but I also want to be there that's that's my family and this but this is you're in my love like I love doing this this is my passion you're in the part of this season that it's just very difficult for you to balance oh my god it's so hard it's so hard yeah, so but you're coming to a place where you're gonna go through another huge life shift, well, which is probably also TikTok tarot keeps telling me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, and I am getting my uterus sewed shut. You are. <laughs> I don't want. I don't think I want to go through this again. Okay, it might be the wine talking, but I did. I I had those feelings. Well, a if lot you want to keep the wine talking, you better get that thing sewed shut. I, no, I'm just. I'm just very. Well, I mean, I, it's as sewn as it can right now with the IUD, mm, but mm-hmm. um, it just feels very much like I. It, I was always leaving it open, like maybe in a couple years, and I Your was like, uterus, <laughs> the, my uterus, the option, my legs, whatever. yeah, constantly open. <laughs> insert whatever here. But like uh, recently, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle this again. I know. So it feels like I need to pick one or the other. And I feel like my family, I'm I'm content. I don't feel any need to make it yeah. more than what it is. Yep. This, I want to make it more than what it is. I'm so, saying that I'm not enough for I you. I love you. <laughs> I want to grow with you. <laughs> Wanna grow old with you? I was at Subway the other day and I saw these two little old ladies. And I sent Sierra a picture and I was like, "Us." <laughs> and it was honestly. It was I so showed cute. it to Shayna. I was like, "Look how cute she is." <laughs> That's my nail lady, and I love her. Okay, Sh- shout out Shayna. Shayna, <laughs> I love you so much. All right, should we do what we're gonna and Caitlin do? Caitlin as well. Caitlin's her sister. She did. She's now my nail lady. How cute is that? And a she said she started coming. listening to the podcast because she was like, "I just wanted. To, I wanted to." You know, I went to school with both of them and I love them both so much. They're really like when I needed a new nail person and I saw that Shayna was because I didn't know they lived around here. We went to school like an hour away from here. So Mm -hmm. I assumed most of the people there was not a lot of people who live where we live there. Yep. So when I saw her down here, I was like, what the fuck? Um, Yeah. (laughs) About I didn't know what room Sierra was in getting her nails done. So I stopped at almost every (laughs) nailed person like room and did this like Bigfoot walk into the door and then this giant smile and I did it to three people before I got to her. I tried to text you and be like we're the last room by the bathroom. I didn't get it. No, I, I didn't get it. That. I just made a fucking idiot out of myself. Hey, anyway. what are you gonna do? 
So, so, so because life has been fucking crazy for myself and, and you know what? most people. At this people, time of year, most people are taking um, breaks. Well, and yes. We're, we're not, we're not, not because, not for any other reason other than we just like don't we want to. We love doing this. But we're, we're coming at it more lighthearted. There's yeah. so much heaviness happening um, around this time of yes. year. And um, people are constantly being bombarded with yeah. things that they maybe don't want to deal with. And, and they're so- requesting escapes. Yeah. And so we just wanted to be that. So I was just browsing on Ranker, which Perusing. I love. I love Ranker.com. It's a fun little just like listicles of yep. things. And I found a list that is, which it felt good because it's December. Let's wrap up the year. It was 23 science facts that creeped us out in 2022. I'm not going to do all of them, yeah. obviously. And when I was reading through just like funsies, uh, again, browsing on my phone, mm-hmm. I was reading some of the titles out loud to Corey and we were laughing at them. And I was like, this could be a fun little because yeah. I didn't read any of the things underneath. So, well, if there's anything we learned from doing um, the embalming <laughs> article <laughs> yesterday, like learn. <laughs> we like to read articles and react yes. in real time to it. Yeah. Okay. Some of these are not very fun, like this one that said um there's a brain-eating amoeba with a 97 percent fatality rate no known cure i don't want to talk about that <laughs> i don't want to talk about what that. uh apparently it occurs in freshwater lakes rivers and soil i feel like i know that they're probably i feel like but now they know like what it is oh great yeah so good i'm i'm a fucking weirdo about swimming in lakes and shit people like go on boats and they're like in lakes and i'm like have you seen catfish? They're so fucking big. Have and- you watched the episode where I smelled like a trout? I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is infections are rare, by the way. Um, between 2011 and 2020, only 33 people were infected in the United States. So that's good. That's good odds. Is that good? 33 people in how many years is that? Nine years? That's pretty good. Okay. I would say. I don't know what the statistics are. Of the are. 33 infections, 29 occurred in recreational bodies of water, while one other occurred from a contaminated tap water on a slip and slide. <gasps> on but, a slip and slide? On a slip and slide. Oh, my God. Okay. Not even our slip and slides are safe. We're not going to talk about that because that's not fun. <laughs> that's that's not, not fun. Good. What is fun is that cloudy oysters... Do you eat those? Cloudy oysters? Do you eat oysters? Because if Not. you find come across a cloudy one, it means that they're filled with reproductive fluids. <laughs> what? Ew. Here we go. Ready? The majority of oysters, I love this fact about oysters. The majority. Are, are they aphrodisiacs? I think so. Or yes. is it because they're oysters. already filled with the fluid? And they look like a vagina, don't they? Are they the ones that are like, that you got to. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> also, here's another fact I love about oysters. The majority of oysters. The majority. The majority of oysters. You ever had an oyster? <laughs> the majority of them don't stay the same sex over the course of their lives. <gasps> How exciting is that? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's what. Remember when I told you about slug sex? I love they it. They get to choose. What? Beautiful. It just goes to show, by the way, anybody who's transphobic and is like, basic biology, (laughs) you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Because basic biology says humans, we're not the first ones. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. Okay. 
Instead, oysters are known as protandric animals, which means they can change their sex organs from male to female over time. And usually oysters have reproductive organs containing eggs and sperm. But once an oyster reaches maturation after a year of life, it will release the sperm. And then a few years later, it releases the eggs. <gasps> so it can mate with them itself? What's that? Spawning? No. Well, well, that's what it says during spawning season. Um, what's what is it when you a reproduction or something? Is that that's what I was thinking? I don't remember. Yeah, but uh, so during the spawning season, the oysters filled with reproductive reproductive fluids <laughs> that make it cloudy, and if it's not spawning, it'll have an opaque appearance. But um, cloudy with a chance of <laughs> spermy. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of spermy. Um, so, yeah. So, normally, if oysters have been handled correctly and refrigerated, then it, humans can eat them and it's not going to be a big fucking deal during the spawning process. But what happens but, if they have it? You didn't tell me. <laughs> Are we going to be pregnant with oyster babies? <laughs> One can what, hope. What happens if I get injected with that? Oh, my God. I can't smell like clams again. I, I That's the last Don't time I ever eat an oyster. <laughs> Never again. Here's a fun fact. Powdered donuts can be covered in the same stuff you'd find in paint. What? Great. By the way, Does I've noticed mean I this can recently. Eat paint? <laughs> <laughs> because that's how my brain worked. My brain was not like, uh oh, donuts so, bad. It was, was like, oh, mm, paint paint good. Good. <laughs> paint snack. <laughs> paint eat. And I like that. Mm. Don't do that. Okay. But I think that's important to say because how many people do you hear that are like, oh my God, do you know there's a chemical and fucking blah, blah, blah? And you're like, <laughs> wow, amazing. I can't afford what you're eating. So I guess I'm just going to eat this chemical filled shit. Yeah. But thanks for making me feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the classism and telling like uh-huh. crunchiness. You know what I'm saying? Classy. Crunchy classism. You know what I mean? Yes, I do yeah. understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's tough because you everybody in the world wants to not eat chemicals. Okay. I think that's, it's not like yeah. we're eating chemicals because we're like, mm, fucking love paint chips or yeah. whatever the fuck. No, and that's the problem is like it has to come from up top. It has to come yes. from our officials putting stuff in place to make sure that those chemicals aren't allowed to be yeah. in products. And maybe we should make things that aren't like that maybe a little bit cheaper. Yeah. I don't know. More affordable. So that like when you are living on a salary like I was living on mm-hmm. and I was eating basically plastic and people were shaming me for and it. Paint. I was like, hey, can you can do you want to buy my groceries? Oh no, you're gonna yell at me for that too. Okay, well maybe we'd be quiet then. <laughs> maybe we let me eat my plastic. Maybe you let me drive through Sherman <laughs> Williams and <laughs> get my groceries. <laughs> Thank you. Anywho, but if you want to know, there's something called titanium dioxide, and it's added to products to make their white appear brighter. And uh, you'll that happens. Oh, it's in ranch dressing too. Great, <laughs> good, good, I fucking good. love ranch dressing. <laughs> me too. Fuck me. I was like, I don't eat powdered donuts anymore. It's okay. I'm not gonna stop eating ranch. <laughs> And I'm not going to stop eating paint, so (laughs) there we have it. (laughs) Okay, so it's used in paint, ceramics, personal care products, like deodorant and suntan lotions. Oh, is that why people are like crazy and they're like, don't wear deodorant? No, that's not. No, there's uh, aluminum. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Aluminum. 
I just said it British. <laughs> Speaking of, I would like to say that I have had two, at least two messages so far from French listeners who <gasps> said that I, they love my accent. I agree. And one was from Quebec. No, that was a different one. They said it to my personal. Oh, because I was going to say we had a we had a uh, YouTube that it was a Quebec 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 listener. Is it Quebec or I don't know? But either way, Quebec? I want to fucking come wherever people are speaking French. So if yeah. you guys want to host us, <laughs> I'd love us. to come. <laughs> if you want to host me, I'm going to come. <laughs> you're not a you're not allowed in Canada yet, are you? Fine, Paris, <laughs> France. <laughs> Host me. <laughs> you let me Sorry, in your Canada. Country. Uh, figure out your fucking laws because they're stupid. <laughs> it's not a stupid law. You can cut I all know, this. I it's I got not. You. I got you. Here's something I want you to know. There are microscopic mites and they're having sex on our faces. <laughs> on our faces? On our faces. What articles? It's just Ranker? Ranker. Yeah. Ranker 23 sex. Whatever. <laughs> 23 facts or something. Okay. Demodex mites. That sounds fake. That sounds like it's from Stranger Things. <laughs> I was going to say Demodex. Is that the thing that I get my kids? They can play cards. Demodex. <laughs> yeah. Coming to you at a store near fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're found on your all human faces, necks, and chests. And these microscopic organisms look like stubby little worms. They do. And they're on your face right now. Can you feel them? Oh, Mr. Krabs. Why would you do that? Sorry. Technically, they're arachnids. Awesome. They're awesome. worms, but they're arachnids? But they're spiders. <laughs> but they're spiders. And they're fucking... Spider worms. Spider worms fucking on your face and your neck. <laughs> okay. Okay. They like to eat dead skin cells and oil, so they're good. They're, oh. You want them on your face. Maybe not for, for that long. <laughs> How do I keep them on my face? Well, you don't wash it. <laughs> Probably. Done. <laughs> At night, the mites emerged from pores to mate. And then they they're promptly in my pores. They're in your fucking pores. They're fucking in your fucking pores. <laughs> Dude, they're like whack-a-mole. And then they go back and they lay their eggs in your pores. And then they only live for two weeks. And after that, they die and they break down on the surface of your skin. Stop. I thought this was going to be fun, but I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Stop. I can't wait to pick my face. Here's a fun thing. Hold okay. on. Don't take them off. What if I just go and I like, start benefits. trying to... Don't you dare. You're going to try to look at them? You need a microscope? <laughs> no, I just mean like, what if I go and like try and pop my nose and one is like, boop, and then goes back in? Would that be not terrifying? Well, especially because you'd have microscopic vision. <laughs> that. And we would have to have you studied. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't study me. I'm going to... Here's some benefits to tiny arachnids on your fucking face. Okay. Fucking on my fucking face? Fucking on your fucking face. Um, so face mites are the species of animal that we have the closest connection with as humans. We still have this very ancient and intimate relationship. This is from a researcher. This is a fucking quote. Okay. So and it we... seems clear that we've had these face mite species for uh, with us for all of our history. So they're as old as our species, as old as Homo sapiens. That doesn't make me feel better. You were supposed to make me feel better. I just know now that I have so, old mites fucking on my face. So we just have like a symbiotic relationship with these mites? We need the mites and the mites need us. That's symbiotic. Yeah, boy. 
is this thing on? <laughs> Here's okay, another cool. fun fact. Okay. A cockroach can live without its head for weeks. Weeks? Weeks. Not days. Weeks. What does it do? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. This one goes to the market. This one <laughs> gets by mix. <laughs> this one goes wee 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 all the way home. Yeah, no. Turns out, um, they have an so here's the thing: they have an open circulatory system that allows for less vascular pressure. And if you're a scientist, you know what the fuck that means. <laughs> but if you're not, I'll tell you: it means that they don't bleed like humans do when they get cut the fuck up. So they're also clo- cold blooded, and they require less food. <laughs> I knew cockroaches were cold blooded. <laughs> you cold blooded motherfuckers, get out of my kitchen! <laughs> uh, their brains don't control their breathing, and they don't need blood to transport oxygen throughout their bodies, so they can live without their head for weeks until I guess they starve to death. Because oh. at that point is when they would need food. So in what their are they system. fucking running on? Cold blood. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> angst. Yes. They're just mad. Fucking in your kitchen. Get out from under myself. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch body plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. I used to have a cockroach problem. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not okay. I've got roaches. (laughs) I used to eat plastic and I had roaches. Welcome to being poor, America. You guys don't talk about it enough, but it's fine. And it happens and we all have them. I think I knew that when I went to help you move out of your one apartment. Oh, that's where they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could see their little dead. I had that thing exterminated twice. Those little fuckers are resilient as they, well. Shit. They can live without their head for weeks. I kn- they, you cannot terminate them. <laughs> I know. I tried. Yeah, they were fuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. Here's a fun fact because we've got I a love lot. That all of these have started. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> Every fact is a, is fun, a fun fact. fact. <laughs> Well, you and I, I've seen, have gotten a lot of people that are like, whoa, you were awake during your surgery? What the fuck? Uh-huh. I think that people forget that, like, women get C-sections yes. um, while they're awake fully. Right. So, like, you don't have to be put under to get any right. kind of surgical things. Right. And this fact said anesthesia doesn't numb pain. It just makes you forget it. So really, the only reason you're asleep is basically so you don't remember the procedure, which honestly, I think you're, I don't know about yours. Mine was, I honestly didn't mind it. Besides the part where I was going to pass out, which that happens to me if I get a small cut on my finger. Yeah. So like, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a big deal. She stands up too fast. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard, again, because Corey sees people after surgery, that anesthesia can fuck people up mm-hmm. when they're recovering from it. And sometimes like that's the hardest thing to recover from. Uh, But yeah, so... 
apparently there's different types of anesthesia. So local uh, conscious sedation and general anesthesia, which I think you and I got like some some kind oh, of Oh, yeah. Something. I definitely had local. Like I couldn't feel shit. Uh-huh. You, you, you can, you're awake. You know I, things are happening. I could tell that um he was doing like local there was pressure numbing things. stuff well that's the part that hurt for me was the like actually numbing it up yeah but he the way that he did it it didn't hurt yeah at all yeah and maybe it's because i had already started getting high i'm the not problems. sure <laughs> yeah that shit's awesome yeah. um local anesthesia numbs a small area of the body while regional takes the feeling out of larger areas like limbs and then conscious sedation uh, is administered intravenously and is a milder way to bring on a sleep-like state. But general anesthesia is like, you're fucking out. You are out of 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a common belief about conscious sedation, which is the one where you're just like in a sleep state. Okay. Um, And general anesthesia is that a person doesn't feel pain while they're on it. But... That's not necessarily true because anesthesiologist Ian Russell administered sleep-inducing drugs to patients in 1993, and he monitored any signs that they were aware of what was happening to them. Um, He gave them instructions that were delivered via headphones, and it told unconscious patients to squeeze his hand if they felt (gasps) pain, and 20 out of 32 individuals did that. Oh, that's why I'm fucking glad that we were not put. Honestly, I am glad because like, I don't what the fuck. Imagine the trauma that like that might do uh, subconsciously to your body. Yes. Because well, we've talked about before, you know, when I started doing my EMDR and I had a lot of body reactions to things that Mm -hmm. my mind wasn't aware of. Mm. My mind didn't remember. Mm -hmm. It was the body stores the trauma. So, wow. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, so he asked patients about it immediately after they regained consciousness and they had no memory of the pain ever happening. Yeah. Um, some of them developed a vague recall of it days later. But, uh, so Russell, the yeah. sci- scientist, anesthesiologist, doctor, whatever, he concluded, if the aim of general anesthesia is to ensure that a patient has no recognizable conscious recall of surgery and views the perioperative operative procedure during the surgery as a positive experience then this regimen may fulfill that requirement however the definition of general anesthesia would normally include unconsciousness and freedom from pain during surgery that are factors not guaranteed by this technique ah yeah um so changes to the drug used in anesthesia as well as how they're administered um have been implemented to try to combat the experience of pain but according to Dr. Howard from the National Institute of Health, general anesthesia looks more like a coma that's reversible, during which individuals lose the ability to feel pain. Despite this, however, scientists can't say for certain that patients experience no pain while under. Right? That I, don't want, I also don't seem- want to... Everybody who was shocked that we were awake, um, I'm okay with not being put in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that, to me... I've always thought that, like, I could handle a procedure. The thought of being put under is what was scary to me. Like, I don't want to be put under. Well, that is so fucking terrifying. Trigger warning. Um, I'm going to talk about my procedure when I lost my second pregnancy. So I had a D and E. And every time I say that, people are like, do you DNC? mean a DNC? No, I no. mean a D and E, a dilation and evacuation. Because it can't be a DNC because you were too far along. Yes. That's the difference. So... 
I had to be put under mm-hmm. for that. And I remember just being strapped to this bed and then I was asleep. And when I started to come to, the first thing I did was cry. Like really? as soon as my eyes opened, Corey a tear said, came down. Corey said that um, people getting emotional is one of the mo- more common like effects after like coming awake from anesthesia. It's like yeah. nausea, getting angry, or like getting really emotional. Yeah. Well, and I think obviously I was having. Yeah, my was... first thought. My first thought was he's gone. Right. And I, I cried. Right. But like, it was, it, to me being awake for the procedure that I just had. Yeah. Like. I was I got to choose whether yes. I was present for it or yes. not and what parts I was present for and how how much I felt where with the DNA it felt like I'm gone and then it's gone and then it's over. Yes. Yeah. And I have there's just a not knowing. There's yeah. just like an emptiness of You and I are very like we like the control of things. Yeah. I don't like to be blacked out in any way or mm-hmm. any kind of like oh you forgot this blah 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 like I am very self-conscious when people are like do you remember this from the podcast I'm like I don't have any yeah. memory of that happening right uh, I hate losing memory in that way so like having a full chunk of time that you don't have any recollection of like there are people who will be like oh yeah you said this and this when you were going under and there's videos of them and they're like mm-hmm. I don't have any memory of that that freaks me yes yeah and it, it, it just to me, who is someone who really likes to do a lot of personal reflection and likes to navigate um, traumatic situations, just like fucking full send to have a huge gap yeah. where I have like an unexplained feeling with a nothing memory is yeah. like is very difficult to resolve. Right. So, yeah, I that's that's. that's not as fun of a fact as you said it was going to be so i'm sorry i'm sorry big big freaking lie from sea bass over here well we're not going to do this one either because it's not fun because it says a gamma ray burst could wipe out the earth at any time (laughs) (laughs) and i don't want to talk about that Um, that one seems a little bit more fun (laughs) you want to talk about the fact that kidneys are the most popular organ on the black market i i feel like we know that because you can live without a kidney so you don't necessarily have to cut you don't have to necessarily kill somebody. To steal <laughs> what? You've Listen, never heard of those stories of people waking up in waking bathtubs? Bath, a part of me was like, is that just a fucking story? I think it was story? an urban legend. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, is the black market a real oh, place? Real. How do you mm-hmm. get to it? Not I that won't I'm tell looking. you instructions. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking, and I'm not suggesting any of you go looking. But like, people, Idiots. people are there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am How do you imagine the black market? scary <laughs> i imagine the black market like diagon alley yeah but like scary people well it's, it's just a bunch of people in trench coats open it up and there's organs you want this yeah but there's not just organs i'm sure there's other not great things yeah well that's why it's Skin on suits. Like, <laughs> what was i gonna say oh nope hmm is the black market online do they like have a digital storefront probably I've never been there. Me <laughs> neither. Like, I know. They people. Is it just like a, a figure of speech? It's not actually a tangible thing. I'm because sure I feel like there's got to be one online. Because but if there's a tangible they, thing, like people will find how it. How is it still there? Because it's very cryptic. They can move it. They move it. I'm sure they like to move it. Move it. I like to move it. 
Do you like to move, move it? it? Well, that's terrifying. I don't need to read any more about that. I think you guys understand. Yeah. But what I w- will read about is that bees gang up on hornets and they bury them alive. <laughs> they do? <laughs> Another reason why I fucking love bees How and I fun. hate hornets and wasps. Okay. So basically, uh, Japanese honeybees team up against hornets and bury them alive. Researchers has, have discovered that, unlike European honeybees, Japanese honeybees have... Perf- Take no shit. <laughs> they don't fuck around. They've perfected this gruesome defensive tactic, and they create heat balls by swarming the hornets trying to steal pupa and larvae. So the hornets will come in trying to steal their fucking shit, and they're like, really? We're going to buzz around and get really fucking hot, and then you'll die, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, I, I said berry. I meant burn. They <gasps> burn them alive. Sorry. I can't fucking <laughs> You want to take my pupa? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send you straight to hell, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You ever been to hell on earth? <laughs> Here I come. They're just doing those fucking rug burns? Skin <gasps> burns? Have you ever had a rug burn? Mm-hmm. They're the worst. I used to play basketball. Mm. I don't know if you remember and no, no I, recollection i would like dive on the floor and those fucking floor burns that i'd get oh and you hear baby, it it's <laughs> <laughs> like really big dribble dribble <laughs> or whatever that sounded like my saturday night dribble dribble skeet <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, and then you'd go and take a bath and ow, submerging yeah. that bitch in water. Because it doesn't look like it yet. It doesn't oh, look bad. They call and it then, a raspberry, and I'm like, raspberries are fun. <laughs> this is hurt. not. This is, <laughs> this is hurt bad. <laughs> and the two days later, it's red and sore and scabby. And raw. Guess how many bees? Give how me many a bees guess. do what? Do the burn ball. <laughs> Give me a guess. Um, I feel like I'm looking at one of those jars with a bunch of gumballs mm-hmm. in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many bees in a burn ball? <laughs> How many bees does it take to burn ball a hornet? <laughs> um, 400. Over 500. <gasps> I was so close. close. Good job. I was trying to picture it. More than 500 honeybees will quickly form a circle and they will uh, vibrate their flight muscles. It produces a heat that quickly rises to approximately 116 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Yikes. They'll continue the vibration for more than 20 minutes, effectively <gasps> heating the trapped hornet to death within 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet they are ripped. Just like, Could you imagine just vibrating brrr. over a hornet for 30 minutes? Oh, I, sometimes I vibrate outside. No, just- <laughs> oh, my gosh. We didn't tell them about going to Dave and Buster's. We went to Dave and Buster's, everybody. When I was talking about basketball, Sierra, we played a basketball game. Sierra actually has a very good. Th- I'm a good shot. You are. I was bad at everything else in back basketball, <laughs> especially the speaking it. Listen, my coordination while I'm running, like mm-hmm. so, I can't run and dribble and shoot. But if yeah, ha- like half court or what was it? F- uh, foul shots, <laughs> very different. <laughs> foul yeah. shots. Uh, my dad would make me practice, and you I was have, a fucking champion. You have really shots. good form. Thank you. You're welcome. Was that you that said that to me? I thought you were saying it to Corey. I heard someone say like, "You have really good form." While was, we were no, doing it, I was talking it. to you. <gasps> I thought you were talking to Corey. No, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. You had a really high score too. I did. Yeah, yeah, I was doing well. And th- that was the first time any of us had oh. been to Dave and Buster's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. And our favorite game. 
our favorite game was Deal or No Deal. Dude. And I want to tell you that we were fucking going I could have been on, like, I thought I was there. I thought it was there. <laughs> when I tell you there was a crowd of people coming around, <laughs> and I think they thought we were playing some fucking intense game, and they were like, deal or no deal, <laughs> playing deal or no deal. I was screaming. Oh, we were all screaming. I couldn't help it. I was so into it. I was uh-huh. like, no deal. Yeah. No, you got to play like you're in, you're in the audience. <laughs> no deal. And I'm going to yeah. risk it all or nothing. Uh, I didn't win a lot, but <laughs> I did risk it every time. <laughs> um, and. One of my other favorite games was the water shooter <gasps> game, and I, I cheated twice. Yeah, but I was good at that. <laughs> you, you were. It was tough. You had to like shoot um, the little hole. Of something. You had to shoot a little hole to like race the other people, yeah. and you could choose which person you were shooting at mm. to get theirs to go down the mm-hmm. f- first, the fastest. And I kept grabbing other people's guns and moving. Dick. <laughs> Dick move. The, did you notice when we sat all four of us? I sat as far away from this. I was like, absolutely not. I know. I know what this bitch. Does. I moved Shane's to yours, <laughs> and then I shot at his. <laughs> so I was killing two birds with one stone. Rude. I know. I you know. What? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Trying to hear a fun fact. <laughs> a super silly fun fact. Is this actually a fun fact? Yes. Vote, because... vote in the comments below. What's the funnest fact? This one. Because okay. elephants can maneuver their dicks like a trunk. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. So apparently, the trunk is actually not the elephant's only appendage that can move that way. Male elephants have prehensile penises that they can use to prop themselves up, scratch their stomachs, or swat away at pesky <laughs> Their penises do that? Their penises. There's a good reason. Reason. <laughs> There's a good reason for an elephant's big floppy penis. <laughs> okay. It says prehensile member, but I am member. Member, but I don't, I don't appreciate <laughs> Okay. Since elephants are the world's largest land animal at approximately six metric tons. And if I knew metrics, that would be probably a lot. <laughs> On average, it would be challenging for them to get into positions to procreate. So they have their wiener can fucking <laughs> go any which way they please. Oh. In order to get into that elephussy. <laughs> I'm horrified. I am horrified. <laughs> I told you that was going to be a fun one. <laughs> That is, most, that is the most fun, probably. How kinky. Oh, my God. What position do we want to be in? They're just like, I can hit it from the front. I can hit it from the back. <laughs> I don't have to move. My dick can fly. <laughs> and I can also swat this while Oh, you got some it. flies, baby girl, around that pussy? <laughs> <laughs> i get those away for you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to clear that out right there. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it a little Oh my god, a, f- a fucking mate walks by and it just like slaps Get it on out the of ass. Here, friend. <laughs> Little pat on the ass for it. Oh, I thought I met another another elephant tries to sniff around and he's like, "Get out of here, my guy! <laughs> this one's dicking." You see two elephants with their dicks out, just like landing right here. <laughs> Come in, friend. <laughs> Here's the way. You want to know what else is crazy? Hmm. Apparently, there's a psychological disorder where tourists who travel to Paris get physically ill from con- culture. <laughs> you know we've talked about this before. Shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. It's my brain again. 
It, it's been like two years. Okay, thank fuck. But still, yeah. what? It was the weird Wikipedia one? Yes. Ah. I think maybe. It's got to be. Well, if you don't remember, or if you haven't listened to us two years ago, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just this Go is listen. the part We're of the funny. episode where we shame you. Go fucking listen to our whole backlog. <laughs> God damn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but if you haven't, or you have a memory like mine, you don't remember. Yeah. Apparently, thanks to films, television shows, and novels about Paris, mm-hmm. people really romanticize the city, yeah. and they're they'll like just conjure up images of like lights and this beautiful metropolis yeah. where people do nothing but ride around on bicycles and drink coffee on the Eat sidewalk cafe, and they have picnics under the uh-huh. Eiffel Tower. The picnic under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> the with baguettes. baguettes. <laughs> but no, <laughs> guys, it's fun. You're under arrest. <laughs> That's what I thought you were doing. No, I just fist fought my own phone <laughs> out of my other hand. It's fine. Um, we're playing footsies. I know. What's it called? Footsie? No, the Paris thing. Um, I forget what it's called, but I remember it had a name. Paris syndrome. <laughs> Is it? Well, that's what this says. Okay. This says, uh, okay. So tourists can expect to be utterly swept away, but then they go and they get real let down. And they're not. They said it. This is one of the uh, experience from a writer, Eleanor Brown. She said Mm -hmm. it wasn't terrible. It was just a city. It's like, yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. another fucking place. Yep. Um, So apparently there is a term for the extreme disappointment and it is called Paris syndrome. Um, at the beginning of this, when you were saying tourist, I thought you were saying Taurus. <laughs> it only happens to people if you who were, were born, born in, in May. May. <laughs> you're gonna experience this like a motherfucker. <laughs> you're gonna be very disappointed if you ever late go to April, Bali. probably. <laughs> Without astrology, works. late April, early uh, May, through all May, through the. I thought it was like the twenty around the cusp. Know. You know, most of May. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, okay, Paris syndrome. There's April a psychologist. Bring, bring May Paris disappointment. <laughs> yeah. You're not like it, the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Me neither. I like I was going for Italian. <laughs> were you? Hey, it wait. felt like you just threw that accent at a board and were like, wherever it lands, lands, it lands. That's what it's going to be. I wasn't making fun of anybody. I was just kind of mashing up. <laughs> yeah, I just need that to be trying her best. Fragile travelers can lose their bearings when the idea that they have uh, spent so much fucking money to go to this place yeah, to let and, them down. And it, it's not what, they, what yeah. they thought it would be. They can have a fucking crisis. So apparently... They have, they have a hotline at the Japan, uh, the Japanese embassy for Japanese tourists and parents, and they'll send them home if they present severe symptoms wow. of Paris syndrome. That's scary. Yeah, I wonder what those symptoms would be. Just like really bad disappointment. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Damn, that's saying? fucking for real. Yeah, they're like. I don't know. I guess you could just get depressed, probably, oh, which that's pretty sure. bad, honestly. As we have, <laughs> as we as we know, can it well? Yeah. All right, last one, right? Yeah, last one. Let's just be done with her. Okay. Was this the funnest fact? Did you leave the funnest fact for last? Yeah, and it's that the velociraptor noises in Jurassic Park are actually from tortoises fucking. <laughs> what? I swear to you. 
Oh my god, did I tell you I saw that at a petting <gasps> zoo near here? <laughs> Am I right? In oh. There there's a To me, a tortoise fucking yep. and Donald Trump almost sneezing are the yeah. same thing. Ah. <laughs> that was also, but Donald Trump mixed with like with the, the hot dog lady. <laughs> oh. No, I need to put some respect on her name, but I can't yeah. remember what it is right now. Jennifer? Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. I want and a hot dog real bad. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. So, okay, um, the filmmakers of the 1993 movie Jurassic Park had to get creative when they were sourcing out the sounds of velociraptors. Because guess what, guys? I, do you know this is fucking crazy to me? We don't actually know how dinosaurs sound. Everything yes. you hear is made up, or what they look like. We have, we have, they could have fuck people. They think could they have, have hair, feathers. Yes, we have no idea. We made that shit up, yes. and then we were like, "That's a fact. That's what they looked like." It. We've just seen their skeletons. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, I think that's really cool. But um, so according to the film sound engineer, the Velociraptor noises were actually the sounds of tortoises while they were mating. While yes, it wasn't the only Velociraptors. Sorry, what's fuck am I reading? Yet it wasn't <laughs> only the Velociraptors who were voiced by well-known animals. <gasps> Apparently, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, it was voiced by a baby elephant. Aww, and that makes it way less scary. Gallimimus flock was voiced by female horses while they were in heat. <laughs> and these are all things I'm going to Google. Also, the tar- Tyrannosaurus Rex was also sort of voiced by the fucking Jack Russell Terrier named Buster. <laughs> <laughs> what? Buster? Buster. What part of that Jack Russell? No, what part? You know that elephants do like they like trumpet they they like rumble they rumble they like they rumble yeah they do a rumbling so I get that from their dick or their trunk who knows both are <laughs> damn I'm questioning all I know a lot of that was sexual stuff well I picked the ones that weren't about dying <laughs> okay that's fair so a that's lot of them fair. were not fun yeah I picked the sexual ones because that seems on brand for us okay and that's <laughs> that's more fun than dying yeah for other sure. ones were like you're actually eating patriots <laughs> yeah. it was more of those than the one that I said <laughs> so don't eat Oreos I love that they're like <laughs> really yeah there's something about Oreos like the cream isn't cream or whatever Guess what? It's delicious, and I'm going to keep eating. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. If I'm going to eat one Oreo, I'm eating the entire sleeve. That's just how it is. Do you remember when, in the beginning, me and Corey had to literally hide Oreos because we would just <laughs> fucking decimate them as soon as they were in the house? I was like, we can't have these. And we both That's have a problem. with Thin Mints. I can oh, I fuck I up a Thin Mint. Mm-hmm. A Thin Mint. <laughs> and a Thin Mint. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk real quick? We'll talk later. But I would like to talk to you about Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Okay, on here? Let's fucking do it. Okay. Mine's mine's well. I haven't gotten too far in. I think I'm like on the just the first bombshells have been dropped off. Okay, okay, okay. So the I, tattoo guy and Flavia? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Honestly love her, but also hate her. 
I'm having a real love hate relationship with <laughs> yeah. her. You don't want to be her? Her ass is phenomenal. <laughs> yep. Her ass is out of this world. Yep. But I'm also like, hey, stop it. I like those people together. Yeah. Well, she didn't know. She did know. No, they she, told her. They told her she was on Too Hot to Handle and that she was going to go on a date with whoever she wanted. That's true. But she didn't know how serious they were. You're she right, didn't get you're to right, see what right, we saw. Right, 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 right. <laughs> how, so how do you feel about I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra doesn't need me for this conversation. <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings no, about this. Come, come at me. You're fine. I will say there was a couple people on there who I was like, yuck. And then later on, like a season or, or an episode or two later, I was like, I would fall for them. <laughs> okay. Can you guess who they were? Um. Uh, Creed? No. <laughs> never Creed. I don't remember. He's such a fuck boy. I don't remember all of the people's names. It's oh, the yoga. oh, 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 oh. I know. Uh, yes, him. Him. I the yoga so guy. I was grossed out about him. And then he, like, put a little bit of charm into Jawa. Is that her name? Jawa here. Jawa I think it's Jawa here. I love her. Uh-huh. I think she is stunning. stunning. Beautiful. Yes. Um, and the second he started like laying it on with her, I was like, uh oh, I would fall for him <laughs> in a uh, fucking yeah. second. Yeah. And I was so like, I had the ick immediately by I him. Know. But no, didn't last. Speaking very long. of the ick, um, on our Patreon, the uh, last episode that we did, we the bonus host stories, we asked if uh, anyone would be interested in doing an episode on icks, like oh. a situation that, like, either a story that gave you the ick. Or just like a mannerism just, that someone what, did that what was are like your icks? yuck. I have one um, that I'll give you as an example. If you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I had a guy who I literally was like, I can't be with you because every time we went out to eat, he sat on the same side of the table, like on the booth with mm-hmm. me, even if it was just the two of us. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't fucking do this. That was yours. And mine, I hated it. Mine was being called Milady. Oh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so, not. Yeah. Um. Okay. But back to too hot to handle. James came on so strong. Yes. And like I think he's funny now. And I kinda like him. I was is like, I James, would fall for him. Is James the guy who's he's like the, the <laughs> sex police? <laughs> yes. Yes. I think he's funny now. I was cracking up when he was like the one guy was like, James is asleep and he goes, Oh, is he? <laughs> He just like wakes up. I think he's so funny yeah, now. He funny. But he was like, he laid it on so thick mm-hmm. at the beginning where he was like, come over here in this secluded spot in the pool with me. No. It was so gross. And I was like, lot. ew. Immediately, I hate him. I know I'm going to hate him this whole time. And then I was like, I love him. I think yeah, he's really I think funny. Once the like facade comes down, yeah. it's so much easier. And Britain. I like her too. I think she's funny. I thought I was going to hate her the whole time. I was like, she's pretty funny. She is funny, but they are not good together. No. And I think it's hysterical how she's like mad at him for not fucking jumping her bones. And he's like, he's that's like, the I am point. a college student. I am broke. That's the I point of this, this thing. money. And she's yeah. like, that right there, you could tell who had money growing up and who didn't. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I want to have sex. And he's yeah. like, I need to pay off my debt. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. She's like, you're on a reality show. Don't you know how this works? You're fine. <laughs> you're going to be famous after this. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just like, I think that they're, I think they shouldn't be together, but they both were like, ew, I don't like them at all. And then I was like, they're very funny, actually. <laughs> I do like them. Um, As characters, yeah. yeah. I, I like that this show, it doesn't feel like there's as much just like constant fucking rule breaking. Just, they, it does feel like they're trying to. Like make it more like. Have 
have actual connections. Yeah, and I I couldn't stand the last season at all. And this one I like a lot more than that. I'll tell you. You want to talk reality shows? Yes. I have been watching The Mole. What is this? This is a show all about how... (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, there's a group of people and they have to complete these missions (gasps) to win money for their like pot not for like pot but like put money in the pot okay you know (laughs) and so they the goal is to get as much money as possible without being found out but someone is actively trying to sabotage all the missions trying to get the prize pot lower and so at the end of every episode everyone takes like a quiz to try and guess who the mole is try to guess who is sabotaging and the person who gets is the most wrong about who it is goes home. But they're not allowed to talk to anyone, so no one knows who they guessed. They don't talk to the camera, so we don't know who they guessed. We kind of know who's suspicious of who, but we don't really know what they're answering. Do you know who the mole is? No. Oh, shit. So I'm, I think I'm on either the last episode or the second to last episode, and Shane came up last night, and he was like, can you actually wait to watch those until I'm here? Because now we want to find yeah. out who the mole is yeah. together. That it's so seems fun. like some shit I feel that I like want. A part of it. Yes. I love that. Do you know my cousin Stella mm-hmm. was in something like that? Just it was like a YouTube thing. No. I don't remember. But it was basically like who's high. Who, there was a bunch of people who were really high. She lives in California. I fucking love <laughs> her life. But a bunch of people were very high. But there was like two people that weren't high that uh-huh. were pretending to be high. And they had to like vote and guess the people. And then they had to like kick people out. And wait a second. I've seen this. Is yeah. she in it? She's on one of them. She's on an episode of one, whatever. I can't remember what it's called. It she sent cut? it to me. I can't remember. Well, but I will send it to you because yeah, I'll have her that. send it to me. But it was funny. She was high. <laughs> they guessed her not. And so she got like, and she actually told the person, the person who was the, the mole, uh-huh. she guessed because she said he gives uh, youth pastor vibes. <laughs> And he definitely did. Oh, <laughs> damn. So I want to watch this video. Yeah, I got to show it to you because right. it makes me happy when I see her. She's like, look what I was on. And I was like, oh. I love the life that you're living. Let's go watch that video right now. Yeah. I'm do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for hanging out, guys, on this chill, chill uh, sex episode. Yeah. So creepy, weird sex. And you're probably going to be sad about something. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Fun, super fun facts this year brought to us from 2020. I just saw the fucking dick elephant one and I was like, this will be so fun. <laughs> Say less. Mics are fucking on our face. I can't wait to tell Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and all of you. Yeah. Um, we hope you're all doing well. We do. And uh, we love you so much. Thank you for hanging out. We'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. 
Saving money in your next project with help from Menards. Move water where you need it quickly with a Barracuda sump pump. Some pumps keep your basement dry when big storms hit unexpectedly. Get a half-horsepower cast-iron Barracuda sump pump on sale now through May 5th. Hurry into Menards and don't forget to check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big- 